Are you ready to take back the reins on your social media efforts and create a clear, consistent strategy that makes sense? I hope you're shaking your head yes. Sydney DeLucci is here today to chat about the importance of authentic content and how you can create content buckets to clarify your message. Sydney is a social media strategist and digital marketing guru. She also hosts her show, The Daily Squish Report Podcast. Grab your coffee and let's dive in. Hey there, mom boss. Welcome to the Social Media for Mompreneurs podcast, where we dive into personal branding, how to build our businesses on social media, learn some really cool marketing hacks, all while balancing family life. And don't forget, we do it the fun and easy way. I'm Allison Scholes, once a corporate marketing coordinator, a teacher, and now photographer and podcaster. And yes, I'm that boss lady in sweatpants. Go ahead and hand out the kids' tablets, open those juice boxes, put on your comfy sweatpants, and hide in your closet. Let's get this party started. Hey, Sydney, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Allison? Oh, I'm so good, and I'm so glad to have you on the show. Now, before we dive into content creation, give us an overview or an intro to your business and what your mission is. So my business pretty much catapulted from Corona and hopefully by the time this airs, we'll be out and like enjoying the outside and the outside will be open, but I feel <laughs> <We hope>. strange, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> I feel a certain way about being thankful for this time because not only did it make me redefine very specifically what I stand for, it made me take myself seriously as a mompreneur. And I know that can relate my services and what I offer to my ideal clients. And what that is, is I provide social media strategy and content creation in the coaching setting for clients. I also do social media management, but I'm trying to like branch away from that because I'm finding that everybody is so passionate about their content. And it's not that they're not able to post because they can do it. They have the passion. They have what they need to post. They need better strategies for like getting it out. So that's where I come in and I help them build community around their brand. I help them clear cut their content creation strategy, which we're diving into today and help them really be seen by their ideal clients. So you are really trans, um, transforming your business from social media management and you are entering this coaching world so they can have control over their content and really yes. implement it in the way that they want to. That's really cool. I love that. So, it's funny when you like bring somebody on as a social media management client and then they get to see how micromanagy they are. Yeah. Oh, I bet. <laughs> and then you're like, honey, you can do this yourself and I want to teach you how. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. So let's chat about content. Why is authentic content important on social media? So what's the goal of social media? It's basically to build brand awareness and build community. And you're... I mean, I hate to break it to you guys, but your highlight reel is not attracting your ideal client because they can't relate to you. And you find your ideal client and you get them to know, like, and trust you by sharing the realness, by sharing your authentic day, your authentic self and what you actually stand for. So this ties into 
the no like trust factor and keeping social media social. So when you are creating this authentic content and putting your base of what you are putting out there about authenticity, people can actually see the true you and what they can expect from you. So you're, so I like to describe the no like trust as a funnel. So they get to know you with like your intro offer and your free value you post about. They get to like you by utilizing the free value that you use. And then they trust you by the continued consistency and your authenticity. So the more authenticity you can bring to the game, the quicker you're going to go down that funnel. I love that. And you probably found when you were in the social media management, did you find that a lot of your clients came in saying, I want to make sales on social media. And is that why you made the shift to coaching? Because you felt that you were just saying the same thing over and over. Social media is really not about sales. It's about connections. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I am one of those, like a lot of people, this is, this is an unpopular opinion for some of those in the marketing world, but I don't think social media is what's going to bring you sales. I think it's everything behind your social media that's going to bring you sales and your social media is going to help uh, progress people through your sales funnel, but it's not going to be actually the driving factor for people to click the buy now button. And it's, it's hard to convince a client that has handed over their social media to you that you don't suck at what you do. It's just, there needs to be better processes behind what you're putting out there for them to see the value. So that's why I transitioned over into the coaching because you can like make sure that all the holes that you found that are poked are filled in and it's, it's more cohesive. <laughs> So what does a good social media plan look like to you? So a great social media plan is one that's planned in advance. And the reason that I say that is because if, if you're like me and you've tried to get your ideas out there and you've posted something on the fly and then later you're like, dang it, I should have added this. <laughs> I can't tell you how often that had happened. Like a few months ago after Amelia was born, I was like posting on the fly and I was like, yo, like this is not cool. I preach better than this. So like, <laughs> let's make sure I'm doing what I'm preaching. So once I like made sure that I was doing what I was telling people to do, cause you know, sometimes we are do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> um, it just all came together and the strategy was more fluid and people were reaching out to me and being like, I really love what you're putting out there. It's, it's made such a difference in how I'm going about my content creation, how I'm showing up on social media and the free value, blah, blah, blah. You know, like they've been connecting and appreciating the value. So that's what I want to make sure that people are able to do on their own. There's nothing that makes me prouder than going to check with a client and they're beaming because their latest post has so many shares, so many comments, so many saves, and you get that content by thinking about it in advance. Because if you're like me and you're, you think of great ideas in the shower or while you're changing a diaper and they're just lost to the wind because mom brain mm -hmm. and it's, it's about retraining your brain how to remember those ideas. And that's something that we talk about in the Content Creation Academy that's coming um, about training your brain to brain dump things and elaborate off of these topics. And you hit on a key point when you said you love your clients coming back to you when they said that their content on social media is getting shares, saves, and comments. And yep. you notice you didn't say likes. And, and I, I love that followers. <laughs> yes, exactly. And that's what it's about, especially on Instagram. Your goal on Instagram is get the shares, 
get the saves and get the comments because that tells you that you are putting out valuable content that your audience is craving. And that's so cool because Sydney, you and I connected on Instagram and there was a specific post that attracted me to you and I knew that I wanted you on the show. So you stated on Instagram that valuable content means nothing if you have no structure or no method to the madness. And then you said content buckets are for clarity. Can you tell us about content buckets? So the content buckets analogy, it's, it's not something new. It's not an original idea of mine, but it's something that I found I latched onto like, like crazy because I'm ADHD. So organizing is a very huge must for me. Uh, but sometimes this content bucket metaphor gets a little bit too specific for people and they get overwhelmed. They're like, how am I supposed to split my topics, my categories that defines my business, my brand and me as a person into different things that I'm only allowed to post about. Right. So I like to kind of break it down and tell them to think about like one, maybe like Tupperware container or big bag uh, that includes you, your company, your business, and the fun things about you that sets you apart from everybody else. Maybe it's your personality. Maybe it's what you bring to the table with your clients and put those all in just one big round ball. Okay. Maybe you include parenting, your family, etc. And then from that big massive ball, you take out a few different things that you can just lump together. And then those become your buckets. Now the buckets might change per quarter, per month, per week. Um, but these are here to help you organize your stuff and they give your following an over idea quickly what you stand for when you're trying to convert eyeballs into followers, because let's be real. Like if you've gotten somebody to come over to your profile and I always talk about Instagram, so this is very Instagram heavy, but if you've gotten them to come to your profile, they're going to probably look at your, your feed and you want them to know within less than 15 seconds, like way less than 15 seconds, that their initial perception of you is something that aligns with them. So three things I think I like to think about when creating content and these content buckets is, does this post align with my business and my ideal client? Does this provide actionable, actionable value for my ideal client? And does this entertain my ideal client. So if it hits any one of those three topics, it is great and you're on and you're good to post. But sometimes you find something and I'm sure that you've been scrolling in your feed, Allison, and you are following somebody that decides to post something that doesn't really align with their brand. And you're kind of like, why did they post this? Like, yeah, it's great value, but it doesn't really align with what they offer. So we don't want to create confusion for your potential followers and clients. We want them to enter our no like trust funnel and know what they can expect, like the content that we create, create and put out and trust that it's going to be consistent and that they're safe and supported in, in the stuff that you roll out. And I love how you, I think a lot of our listeners have probably heard of this concept before because I use the term content categories, people might say content pillars, you refer to content buckets, but it's mainly I like what you said, what do you stand for? And I also go with the notion, what do you want to be known for? Yes. So if someone looks at your feed, they should know exactly what you're known for. 
And I love how you went even deeper and you said the content needs to focus on your ideal client. And I tell people all the time, Instagram is no longer about you. It's about who you serve. So when you're creating that content, you better focus on the end result. And that is your ideal audience. It's not you. So that yeah. was awesome. <laughs> now, yes. when it, now, when it comes to creating content, what is something you wish you would have known or tried sooner? Oh, this is such a good question. I could just ramble about this forever because <laughs> I, I feel like I'm always learning. So there's always something that I wish I would have tried sooner. But to be honest, um, I wish I would have just been okay with being myself rather than trying to repackage myself into what I thought everybody else wanted me to be. A little backstory about me. I was in network marketing and this is when I was a little bit younger. So like I was brand new to like owning my own business air quotes and like had mentors and I was trying to be them instead of being myself. And a lot of them were moms already. And I was not a mom when I was in network marketing. So I was like, I can't do this. Like there's no way that I can succeed at this. And that's the exact mentality that was holding me back. So I kind of chopped and screwed it and was like, listen, like if I want to be productive and just do the things that I want to do. I just need to be okay with being myself. So I'm unapologetically me and I'm really excited that I finally let myself do that because I know that my ideal client out there is struggling with the same thing. She's trying to juggle, juggle too much and she probably has a little bit of imposter syndrome. Like I struggle with a lot. I mean, it's hard when you're, when you're scrolling the gram and you're like, dang it. Like I, I know this stuff and I should be posting about this, but she posted it first and like, I don't want to copy her. Well, guess what? Like there's no original idea anywhere. It's just all about how you present it and bring your own personality to the space and what you can offer personally and how you connect with people. I know I relate to that. I know our listeners definitely relate to that. And I remember that feeling of I can't show my vulnerability. That was my biggest thing. I wish I would have went ahead and shown the messy side earlier because it is yeah. messy. And sometimes your content is going to be a bit messy because mm -hmm. you just have to start and you just have to start putting stuff out there to figure out what really resonates with your ideal audience. So guess what? When you're in the beginning, it's going to be messy and you just need to be okay with that. Yes, 100%. And I'm also a fitness instructor. I teach indoor cycling. And a lot of my clients, like my riders, they're like, I suck. Like, I cannot come <laughs> up out of the saddle. Like, you are killing it. And I'm like, well, honey, like, I'm riding at less gear than you have because I'm teaching, I'm talking. I'm like, you know, but like, it's all about progress and not perfection. And that just, it applies so deeply into everything business, life, motherhood, all of it. Like, you're going to suck at some stuff, but it's okay. And you're going to progressively become better. And how do you do that with experience? So just have to do. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So Sydney, what is the best piece of advice you can share with the listeners who are feeling stuck with content? First thing is it's okay to feel stuck because everybody has been there. So give yourself a little bit of grace. Like, and it's, it's not that you don't have ideas. It's just that you need a better process. And for a lot of us, that's a hard pill to swallow. And I know if you're like me, you have ideas like everywhere. And you need to know how to get them out. And I referenced this earlier, like you need to train your brain on how to brain dump and something else that is super crucial in your brain dumping. So after you've perfected the brain dumping strategy, once you're looking at all these random ideas and assortments of things just dumped on this piece of paper or in your Google doc, you can then start maximizing the content. So 
Some people call them pillar and micro content. I like to kind of mix it up and call them monster and minions because I think it's kind of cuter. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. If you think about like, just like we organize our content buckets and our content um, categories, you strategize and organize your brain dump into your monsters and your minions. So the monsters are the big hitting things, the ones that are more evergreen content that will survive through season changes and over the months and maybe years. So those are like your ideal. If you can categorize some of your brain dumped ideas into these monster categories and then have minions come off of the monsters, they're going to support the content for months, years, whatever, depending on your, your topic. Now, Something else that's really great about monsters is that they take less time. So I like to think of like a podcast episode or a blog post or an IGTV YouTube video as the monster um, pieces. And then your minion pieces come from like maybe a quote. So like I said, progress, not perfection. That's a minion piece from this podcast monster and et cetera, et cetera. The minions are going to be so many and they're going to give you so much more content so that you're only really investing a little bit of time into creating content, which when you're able to do that, it's so freeing because then you're like not feeling so ball and chained to your social media process and you can see it more clearly, which is, it's just the goal, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And I love that analogy of monsters and minions. And we now all have the Despicable Me movie playing in our head. And I want to start yelling, be doo, be doo. <laughs> but I love that. I mean, I'm like, you know, seeing all these little minions running all over with like all these little you know, and you know how they were so supportive with Gru, like they did all yeah. of the things. So like, the, so Gru is kind of like the monster <laughs> that has the big idea, and then all your little minions is spreading little bits and pieces all over the world, coming back to them. I love it. So, out of curiosity, what is your favorite social platform and why? Oh, Instagram's my boo. I love <laughs> Instagram, and however, like. Over the years when the algorithm has changed and everybody's feeling personally victimized by Instagram and the algorithm, I still love it because it's really the only platform, if you think about it, that you're really able to create a community. Like, yeah, Facebook, you can create a community there, but it's kind of hard with the pages algorithm and you have to put people into groups and people are hating being added to groups anymore. So with Instagram, it's a little bit more free flowing. You can connect with people through hashtags, geotags being an uber creeper, which is totally fine. Like (laughs) go build that community, (laughs) slide into people's DMs, make some friends. Like it's, it's so much easier to connect. And then parallel to Instagram for me is probably Pinterest and TikTok. Like I'm trying to make TikTok work. I'm not a cute (laughs) little girl that has abs for days. So like, I'm not going to be dancing on the platform, but like it's, it's interesting to see how rapidly content takes off on TikTok and Pinterest. So Instagram is my community builder and then Pinterest and TikTok are like my keyword drivers that help me create my content and get my content seen by some people. So, so. well, as a fellow Instagram lover, I totally agree with you. I love Instagram. And you know, it's funny, I want to go back to a point that you said earlier. It just kind of came to my brain. You said the the no like and trust factor. And you were also talking about a funnel. And the way I like to look at Instagram is your feed is where people know you. Your Mm -hmm. stories is where people start to like you. And then your DMs is where you build the trust. 
So yeah, if you 100%. think, of, yeah, if you think of that funnel and our listeners are going, oh, light bulb moment, use your feed for people to know you, use your stories for people to like you. And then the DMs is where the trust happens. So that's why I love Instagram. And I am now starting on TikTok as Sydney knows. We had a little fun with, with TikTok this morning and she's teaching me how to use it. <laughs> oh, so this conversation has been awesome. Where can we connect with you on social media and tell us a little more about your academy? So you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Sydney Delucci. Um, I'm sure Allison will put it in the show notes or the description because it's fun to spell. <laughs> and then my Facebook group where I do like mini trainings and answer questions. If you're down for Facebook groups and you want a little bit of added additional fun and value, it's called the Dynamic Life Collective. Um, and I'll send her a link with that as well. But if you guys liked what I was talking about with content creation processes and you want to see how I build mine out for my past social media clients, and current coaching clients and help them really like find the personalized solution. Um, the Content Creation Academy is now open and Academy members, if you join, will be um, able to walk away with a complete month of content or maybe more, it really depends um, from the strategies that I teach. They also get one-on-one direct access to me via a private Slack channel. So this is a really great opportunity to get your feet wet with what coaching with me would look like. So. If you guys are interested, there'll be a link for that as well. Thank you so much, Sydney. Today was awesome. And thanks again for being on the show. Thank you for tuning in today. If you love today's episode, then please head over to iTunes, social media for mompreneurs and leave a review. Your review helps grow the show. And don't forget, head to bossladyandsweatpants.com to grab all my freebies and hang out with me on Instagram at Allison Scholes. I'll see you soon.